Welcome to Discovering Spirit Within. This is Reverend Deborah Phillips coming to you from Spiritual Life Center in Sacramento, California. I'm calling this podcast Enjoy Your Ego Trip because I want to talk about this trip that we're all on that the ego is bad and we have to get rid of it. I did a podcast a while ago go talking about spiritual arrogance, and I, I talked a little bit about the ego there, but today I want to get very specific about what the what what the ego is, what the word means, how it has been and being disparaged in ways that it really doesn't even deserve. Let's start with What does ego mean? Do you even know anymore? That word is thrown around so much in so many different ways. It's like A Course in Miracles, which is a great teaching, uses ego as one of its main points of conversation. And honestly, for me, when I hear a word so many times, it starts to lose meaning. And if you really think about that, when something becomes a buzzword, it does start to lose meaning. I was talking to one of our youth directors a while ago, and he was talking about how there were a group of teenagers sitting around talking, and they were using a certain word that I can't, I won't say on a podcast. And the leader said, you know, I don't object to that word, but you're using it too much. And the kid looked at him and said, what do you mean? It's just a word. And he said, but it's supposed to be a word of emphasis, to get people's attention, to make a real point. And when you just use it all the time as an everyday word, when you want to really make that impact, it doesn't happen because you've used the word too much. And I guess the youngster thought about that for a while and came back and said, you know, you're right, I agree with you. So any word that gets overused begins to either take on it either takes on its own meaning that is different from what is intended, or it loses any real significant meaning for, for you in the context of your own life. So I decided to really start at the beginning and I went to the dictionary. Ego, a person's sense of self-esteem or self-importance. And then there is the definition of ego from psychoanalysis. The part of the mind that mediates between the conscious and unconscious and is responsible for reality testing and a sense of personal identity. And I think that most of us unconsciously are talking about that sense of personal identity when we talk about our ego. The the difficulty, the, the, the problem that I'm having, the, uh, the, the reason I'm doing this podcast is because of this idea that we have to get rid of the ego. There's a lot of spiritual teachings out there that say you must get rid of the ego. You must strip yourself of your ego. The ego must die. And I completely disagree with that because the ego in the true sense is that mediator between the conscious and the unconscious. We need it. We need the ego to walk around on this planet. We need the ego to function. I mean, our personalities might get on everybody, each other's nerves, but we need them. We need to be able to go into or or, or work between our unconscious and our conscious because as I talk about all the time, the divine energy, the divine spark, the divine direction comes through us from the unconscious. And a healthy ego facilitates that. And maybe that's what we're talking about is the difference between a healthy ego and one that is out of balance. You know, there's a thing in in unity, um, 
probably other metaphysical teachings, it's probably out there everywhere, is that ego stands for edging God out. And certainly it can come to that. But as I was listening to someone talk about this a a few weeks ago, and they were talking about edging God out, it kind of hit me wrong. And I thought, well, what, how else can I, you know, what else could I do? How could I change that up? And I sat, I just sat there and staring at a piece of paper I had in front of me. And I ended up writing down every good opportunity. If you're operating from a good, healthy place in ego or personality, then you're going to be open to every good opportunity. Because honestly, if you think about it, when we get into quote, trouble, with ego issues, it is probably because we don't feel like we are enough, or good enough, or capable enough. And so we start bolstering ourselves up and putting our personality or our ego out there bigger and bigger to compensate for what we feel like we're actually missing. And then we start coming from a place of me, 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 and it's all about me. And whatever you do has to accommodate me. And then we say that the person is totally an ego. But I hear people at church all the time, well, not all the time, but often I will hear people say to me, well, you know, blah, 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 and then I just know it was ego, so I let go of it. Well, on one level, good for you. On another level, this sort of ego trip is not healthy for us. This trip that takes us down the road that says having an ego is bad. We will never ever be able to get rid of the ego. We'll never be able to get rid of our personalities. This is who we are. We are beings living in a material world and we have to function. One of my colleagues, Reverend Janae Marth, agrees with me and she says that the deal with the ego is, is it in the driver's seat? Is it driving? Or is it sitting in the back seat where it belongs, giving you directions and supporting you? There's a huge difference in that. And of course, yes, there can be really, really crazy backseat drivers. And I know that. And I've got about five jokes running in my head as I'm talking about this. But keeping things in perspective, keeping your personal needs, your personal feelings in balance is what it's all about. It's not about abolishing the ego. The ego is your, is you. It's how you function in this world. It's how you, how you move between the conscious and the unconscious. Your ego is not a bad thing. And that trip down that path is not healthy either. In unity, there is a saying that it is not I, but the Christ within that does the work. And that's a beautiful teaching. And it is one that is meant to help us realize on a very specific level that the divine is working in and through this. And I talked with a man who he was an old time unity minister. I mean, he started in the 1950s and he was immersed in all of the teachings and he was amazing. He was an amazing spiritual teacher and you would never think from talking to him that there was, you know, anything wrong with his life. But he told me one day, he said, I was told for so long that it is not me, but the Christ within doing the work that I have a really hard time realizing that I am doing it, that it is me, and that it's okay for me to take credit for things that I do. I felt so honored that he shared that with me because it was deeply personal for him. And it gave me a perspective that I don't know if I ever would have gotten 
any other way. Maybe it would have, but this was one of those one of those moments, right? And it's like, wow, you know, um, people will tell me that I don't take enough credit for what I do, whether it is a meditation or a talk on Sunday, sitting down doing these podcasts, and I. I do take credit for the fact that I sit down and I bring this information through. At the same time, it's not just me. I mean, it it flows through me. And my ability to step aside a little bit and allow whatever words are coming through to be spoken is probably a gift. And I appreciate the gift. And I will take credit for that. At the same time, I cannot in any way imagine that I am super special just because I do what I do. It's like, this is how I am. This is how I was built. This is what comes through me. I would not be honoring myself or my spiritual relationship or my spiritual self if I didn't do this work, because I really do believe that's what I'm here for. And for that reason, I will say that, yes, being able to do this and being able to do it well is very much a part of my personality, and it's very much a part of my self-esteem. And yet, I'm not super special. And there are some people who will say something about me or other people not having an ego. I have one. I get upset. I get offended. I get indignant. I get, well, what about me? I get all of those places, but I don't stay there. And I know this is just part of me and who I am. And so I allow myself my little few moments of of kicking rocks and being on the big ego trip. And then I step back and I ask myself, what was going on there? Why did I feel threatened? Because honestly, when the negative ego starts to show up, it's when we do feel threatened, we feel not good enough. We feel like we're going to be left out of something or, I mean, I can go on all different examples and I think you get that. But when we go back to our definition and say that the ego is responsible for reality testing and that sense of personal identity is when we really start to feel uncomfortable. If my identity is not safe, then I'm going to be triggered and I'm going to go on a little bit of an ego trip or maybe a big ego trip, depending on how, how, how threatened I feel. And some people live in that place. As I'm listening to myself here, I think I'm saying that people who don't feel like they're enough are the people who go on ego trips. But we also know that there are people who have been so, so admired and received so much adulation that they not only lose that ability for reality testing, they also lose the ability to live from the inside out because they become reliant on all of this external input. And when that goes away, they really can't function. And so you see what we typically call, quote, ego trip happening because they're trying to bolster themselves back up again because they don't have the ability to do it from within themselves. And maybe that's the whole point of this conversation is to say the personality, the ego, that mediator between our unconscious and our and our conscious is absolutely critical. And being able to access that and being able to live from the inside out, being able 
to stop and say, I don't like this. This isn't making me feel good. How come? And of course, sometimes there's a reason why it's not making you feel good. If it's an abusive situation or you're being bullied or anything like that. But there are times when you can be having, at least I can be having a perfectly normal conversation with someone. And all of a sudden I start to think, well, I'm somehow or another, my brain starts thinking that they're not, the other person's not thinking I'm special enough. And I, I don't think I could even go into describing what happens, what it's like when we do that. And I don't, it'd be interesting if you could think that through as well, because all of a sudden I'm just like, well, offended. And then that's when I stop myself and it's not perfect. I have to work at that sometimes and say, okay, so what's going on here? And 99% of the time, it's me just wanting things to be the way I want them to be. The person saying what I want them to say, or, um, you know, the, the, the project going the way I want it to, or the people doing what I want them to, you know, it's, it, it's that moment of wanting what I want when I want it. And when I recognize that, I can then look at that and say, okay, this is what I want, is what I want viable? Is it logical? Is it useful? And then do I want it just because I want it? Or do I want it because I think it's a really, really valuable thing to, to do? And when I look at that, then I can back off and get back into my balance between my conscious and unconscious, into my personality that is there to work with people and be compassionate and try to do the very best we can with what we've got at the time. And that's, that's, I think, a way of managing the whole ego thing. We're never, please don't try to get rid of your ego. Please don't go down that path. That is a, that, that kind of ego trip cannot be healthy because what you're doing, if you're trying to get rid of your ego is you're trying to get rid of yourself. Now I know what, what those teachers are trying to say is they're trying to say, live from the inside out, live, let, let spirit live through you, allow things to be as they are. Don't fight the world. Don't put yourself totally first all the time. And there's times when we need to be first. We need to take care of ourselves. When you understand what ego really is, it's easy, much, much easier to manage. The Dalai Lama makes this wonderful point he tells about a time he was at a conference in Southern California and he was staying in a hotel and the conference was a, a few blocks away and so he was walking and apparently he walked by the stores on Rodeo Drive and he said, even I walk by and I see those Rolex watches and I see all of these different things, I start to want them. He admits that that comes through, that that is a part of being human, but the difference is, is that he has it in perspective. And he probably, I mean, I'm not even going to put words in his mouth, but I know for me, if I go out shopping for something and I'm looking like, ooh, that's really cool, I want that, I want that. And then if I walk around the store for a bit and think about it, it's like, especially at this point in my life, do I really need that or I'm just wanting it because I want it? And I often walk out of the store not buying anything because I haven't found anything that I really need that's going to be useful in my life and um, isn't just getting to get. And that's the same, that, that, that's, another, that's another level of ego. You know, it's buying stuff for many people is self-soothing because the ego, the personality is feeling 
injured or damaged. And so the way that we try to solve that is by doing things in the outside, doing, the, doing things from the outer to make myself feel better inside. I had a close friend for many years who rescued any animal she could ever, she ever found. And many of her friends really gave her a hard time about it because she didn't have a lot of financial backing for these projects, but she did it anyway. And she would tell me about how these other friends were giving her a hard time. And she'd say, well, you know, do you judge me for this? And I said, I know your background. I know that you were severely abused as a child. And I see this as you trying to, first of all, you rescued in rescuing them, you're rescuing yourself. And you're also filling, trying to fill up this hole that's inside you. I don't see anything wrong with it. I mean, you are helping other beings and helping yourself at the same time. And I thought it, it, that's a wonderful thing to do. At the same time, that is our tendency as human beings is to try to fix ourselves from the outside in. And yeah, there's a lot of things we can do. Listening to a podcast is, is, is a good thing. But then you take whatever it is you've learned, whether it's a book, a podcast, a talk, um, going for a walk, whatever it is that you do to soothe yourself and to try to bring your back balance back so that you're not running on high ego, you're running on, on regular ego, and allowing that spirit, allowing the natural energy of life to run through you and to speak through you and act through you. And it's not like you give up yourself to do that. It's that you learn to work in tandem. Living a spiritual life is not about giving up your selfhood. It is about learning who you really are and working with that and working in, in partnership with the spiritual energy that lives and moves and has its being through you. That's what it's really about. When we don't feel good about ourselves, when we don't have that inner connection, that's when we get on what is called an ego trip, is when we live from our ego, is living from the outside in. When you are living from the inside out, you are open to every good opportunity. You are open to the healthy things that come into your life. And we're always going to have those moments where our ego spikes. But if you think about ego as, as a spectrum, okay, so I might be working on really, really low ego in terms of, okay, I'm here, I'm doing this job, this isn't about me, this is about me and spirit working together, yada, 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 yada. And then we go to, well, you know, I'm pretty good. Hey, I'm pretty good to, oh my God, you should be falling down and worshiping me, honey. It's a spectrum. And when we understand that, and when we set our sights on keeping the personality, the ego in balance, that's when we can get off that other kind of ego trip that says ego is bad, and I shouldn't be having one, and get on the proper ego trip, which says, this is my way of being in the world. This is my way of mediating between conscious and unconscious. This is what I bring to the world. We all need self good self-esteem. We all need to feel important on some level. We actually have a need to be needed. We need to feel valid. We need to feel part of things. 
we need to know where we are in this world and understand what our function is. And much of that will come from the outside world. But if we are really working our spiritual disciplines, whatever they are, however you do them, we will be working or you will be working from the inside out. You will go within first and say, this is who I am. I am a divine being living in a material world and I bring this into the world. And just because I do it doesn't make me extra special. It simply means I am doing exactly what I came here to do. This is when you are using ego properly, keeping it in balance, being open to every good opportunity. I hope this gives you some insights and helps you relax a little bit because I talk to so many people who worry about being an ego. Ego is not bad. It's what we do with it. It's what we do in that spectrum from I'm absolutely nothing to I'm the greatest thing on the planet and bow down to me. There's everything in between on that ego spectrum because being on an ego trip really means that you're tripping over your ego. So I hope you can stay in balance this week. I hope this has given you some insights on how to manage this whole idea of getting rid of the ego, like getting rid of the idea of getting rid of the ego. I wish you a wonderful, balanced, happy week. Thank you for listening today. Discovering Spirit Within is produced by Spiritual Life Center. If you enjoyed our discussion and feel inspired to support us, you can go to slcworld.org forward slash donate. And now until we meet again, deep peace of the running wave to you, deep peace of the flowing air to you, deep peace of the quiet earth to you, deep peace of the shining stars to you, deep peace of the son and daughter of peace to you, and may the joys of the world go with you.